I work at a fast food restaurant and it's mostly chaos. A couple of years ago I was working and we had this manager named Tom. Tom, to put it bluntly, was an asshole and also loved to play small practical jokes on co-workers. This is important to the story. We were in the middle of a lunch rush and I was taking a counter order. The woman had ordered like $42 in food and I needed her to sign the receipt. I approached Tom and asked to use his pen. The pen was well made and cased with a heavy smooth silver metal. He reluctantly handed it over to me, stressing the plea not to lose it because it was a fairly expensive pen. I promised and the lady signed the receipt. While she was doing so, I went ahead and began my next order. From my peripheral vision, I can see the lady set the pen down on top of the receipt. I finished the order and walked over to grab the pen, and now before I continue, you should know the positions of people. The store as a whole is pretty small. Tom was up front with me, but he was in the corner cashing out customers in the drive-thru. Another co-worker was bagging orders which is closer to where I was, but not right by me. From the counter, you can see back into the kitchen where our cook was making sandwiches. To the right, past the kitchen, was the broiler and sink. To the left was the cooler entrance, the garage, the dry storage, and the office, practically on top of each other. The office is no bigger than a coat closet and is not separated by a door or divider of any sort. Okay, back to the pen. So when I went to grab the pen off of the receipt, it wasn't there. I even looked down to see if I had just not been coordinated enough to grab it, but no, nothing. My first thought was that maybe the customer had come back up to use the pen and had accidentally taken it with her. So I went over to where the customer was sitting and politely asked if she had grabbed the pen and accidentally placed it in her purse or pocket. Once more, Tom is an asshole and I really didn't want to have to deal with his wrath if the pen that I had promised to not lose went missing. The lady smiled and pointed to the receipt and said that she placed it on top of it. This corresponded with my own memory. The next thought was that maybe somebody had picked the pen up off the counter, and I just hadn't noticed. Boldly and of course somewhat desperately, I addressed the crowd of customers and asked if they had removed the pen from the counter. Nobody came forward. My last ditch effort to explain where the pen had gone was back down to Tom. I assumed he must have just picked it up off the counter in order to prevent the pen from being lost. My bold demeanor went quite timid as I approached and softly asked if he had grabbed the pen. Irritation flitted his eyes, giving me my answer before he spoke. I've been over here this whole time. Why would I come take the pen off the counter? I looked down at my feet, ashamed and confused. I explained what happened and how I couldn't find the pen. I swore I'd buy him another one to replace it. He thankfully accepted this and we finished the rush. When the customers had parted, we took that moment to scour the store for the pen. If Tom was playing a joke, I didn't think he'd go as far as wasting a smoke break to search for a pen. We looked on the floor by the counter on both sides. We looked on all the surfaces. He even reached in his pocket to see if he had picked it up absentmindedly. Nothing. We even searched the back of the store, which wouldn't have made sense since nobody but the cook was back there and it never came up front. Of course, we didn't find the pen and assumed it was stolen. The rest of the day passed and throughout the day, we'd look for it checking and rechecking. But by the end of the day, I resigned to the fact I had broken my promise and lost it. I was pretty upset with myself and promised to get him another one. I had him write down the brand and such. It was about a $25 pen. I went home and forgot about the issue until the next day when I arrived at work. I hadn't bought the pen yet, as I'd have to wait till payday before I could afford it. As soon as I stepped through the double doors, Tom approached me from behind the counter. 
his face pale. Without saying a word to me, he reached into his pocket and pulled out none other than that heavy silver metal encased pen. I didn't know how to react, so I laughed. I looked at him and said, Wow, Tom, that was really an asshole move. Great joke. But he never smiled. Instead, he looked at me, confused. I never grabbed the pen, he said. I even double-checked my pockets when I got home. There was almost a whimper in his voice, as though begging me to give him an explanation when I was trying to understand myself. He explained that he went home and checked his pockets one last time, and came up empty-handed, of course. He had a snack and went to bed. That morning, he had awoken and grabbed his shirt. Inside the pocket was the pen. The very same pen we looked for, for hours. So I asked if he had another shirt or another pen that maybe he had grabbed the shirt with a similar pen in it. He slowly shook his head, explaining that the pen lost was the only pen he had of that kind, and this was the only work shirt he had at the time. It was then that my facial expression matched his. My face went pale and I instantly looked away with the short response of, Well, that's weird. And we instantly moved on. To this day, I occasionally think about that moment and what happened that day. I still work at the same fast food joint and while Tom no longer works there, whenever I do see him, if I bring the conversation up, he looks away, laughs uncomfortably and changes the subject. When we can't explain something and it makes us question our reality and our beliefs, it's understandable why Tom felt so uncomfortable about the subject. Today I laugh it off as a glitch, because I know, I'll never know what happened. So after having some downtime for a while due to COVID-19, I had been doing multiple small renovations and updates around my house, and a few weeks ago, I got around to updating some insulation in my attic and creating a small storage in a part of it. First time I went into the attic was just to make a material list and take some measurements, but I had noticed some leaves and twigs in one area near some insulation that had been blown down. When I investigated to see where it was coming from, I found a spot where the roof connects, and there was a hole big enough to fit my hand through it. I got frustrated by another demonstration of incompetent work from the previous owner, so I added some more things to my list for fixing the hole I had discovered, took a picture of the hole on my phone, and then came out of the attic to price everything out. A few days later, once I have all the materials, I ventured back into the attic to get ready for work. I decided that I was going to fix the hole first, as I would have to redo the insulation that got blown out from it. When I finally got all my tools laid out in the tight space and boards to work on, I took another look at the hole. Only, there was no longer any hole. I looked around confused. There were still leaves and twigs that had blown in. The insulation was still hanging down, but no hole. I remembered the pictures that I took of it, and I whipped my phone out, only to find no pictures of the attic at all. I was way beyond confused at this point and didn't understand at all what had happened. I finished all my insulation work, added in my new storage area, and got a new access hole cut out and closed up. Later that day, I was talking with a friend of mine, and he asked how fixing the hole went. I just said, it didn't. There was no hole. He didn't believe me because I had vented for a while after finding it the first time. Same thing when talking to a few other people that I had mentioned it to. They asked how fixing it went, and I tried to explain how it just wasn't there. Let me know if anyone has any ideas. I think about it every single day, like it's not like it was patched up or anything. It was as if the roof had been redone properly to minimize the gap from inches to almost perfectly sealed. 
If this sounds familiar, I shared my story on this subreddit a few years ago through a throwaway account. Me and my friends have recently been talking about this and getting their perspectives, I was told I should repost it here with some new information and details to add. I'd like to disclose only one of us had a working phone, so call or text was impossible. Five years ago now, in 2015, while me and my friends were in our early teens, I hosted an annual Halloween get-together at my grandparents' house, the day before the 31st, with a few close friends. Nothing unusual, snacks, movies, and games, no drugs or alcohol. Since my grandparents live around a quiet circle just outside town, we would take night walks around between the hours 11pm and 3am, just to walk and talk. For a better idea of the layout of the circle, it's a one-way entrance and exit neighborhood, about a quarter mile and around a 10-15 minute walk at most, built on a hill with two flat stretches of road, one on top of the hill and one at the bottom. For privacy again, I'll use my friend's initials, A, E, and Z. It was around 12am on our second loop around the circle. Me and A had grouped up while E and Z grouped up having our own conversations. Me and A got a little ahead of E and Z and lost in our conversations, I say only around 20 feet. We stopped when suddenly we could no longer hear them behind us. We waited for them to turn the corner at the top of one side for about 5-10 to 10 minutes, I'd say, before changing directions uphill to go look for them. Once on top of the hill, we looked down the flat stretch of road and couldn't see them. Thinking they had changed directions or had stopped further back than expected, we circled back the other way. We don't remember exactly how many times we stopped or looped a circle, but somewhere in the area of four loops, stopping periodically for 10-15 to 15 minutes to wait and changing directions once or twice. Me and A started getting concerned and decided they probably went back inside the house, so we headed back inside to no avail. We sat and watched out the window for around half an hour, hoping we'd see them pass. I remember feeling sheer panic, thinking I would have to wake my grandparents and explain how two teenage girls have gone missing for almost two hours at this point. A wanted me to consider waking them up, or even possibly calling the police, assuming the worst. Around 1.30am now, I thought they might have left the circle. We decided we would go out and look for them once more before waking my grandparents. We walked to the entrance to the circle and yelled for them without an answer. Right when we went to loop the circle again, we saw their light coming around the circle from the other side. We ran to them and asked what had happened and where they went. They seemed confused and said they had only been separated from us for a tops 30 to 45 minutes. We looked at the phone and it was 2.10 a.m. We made our way back to the house and passed out shortly after. Me and A just felt an overwhelming sense of relief and could only correct the fact that they had been gone for over two hours. For a while, we thought E and Z had just pulled a prank on us and hid somewhere in someone's lawn. They both claimed to have never turned out their light or changed directions, only once on their last loop. By all means, we should have seen each other. Five years later, and I've never really stopped thinking about it and brought it up to the group, E and Z never pranked us. I got both their sides of the story. From E and Z's perspective, they were also in conversation and noticed we had gone ahead, but they remained going in the same direction, walking at a faster pace to catch up to us. They did not stop or change directions. They circled in the same direction for three loops and then stopped and checked inside the house before waiting in front of the house for us, from what they said was around ten minutes. They decided to jog back around the circle once more before finding us. They never heard us yelling for them and before telling them how long they were gone for, they were both adamant they had been gone for less than an hour. It's impossible that we just kept missing each other. 
considering me and A changed directions as soon as we couldn't see them while they kept going in the same direction. And the amount of stops we took, not to mention the time difference. We all agree it's likely they went into an alternate dimension or reality considering we can't find any reasonable explanation for being in the same place, but on different timelines. To test it, maybe now, while we all have mobile phones and see if those are in any way affected, but in all honesty, I doubt it would happen again. Being as superstitious as I am, I think entries to different realities open randomly, but I do want to experience it myself one day, 